0: For the week of July 3rd, 2023, this is Diet Science with Dee McCaffrey. D's an organic chemist and nutritionist who lost 100 pounds by staying away from processed foods. She's now pursuing a doctorate in clinical nutrition. And every week on diet science, Dee covers a topic or two that's important for you and your family's health. This is your co-host, Michael McCaffrey. So Dee, what's a topic for this week?
1: This week, we're talking about a sweetener that's been on the market for a couple of years called allulose. Mm. Um, so it's making it's making more news right now because there have been some studies showing that it has beneficial effect on uh, lowering blood sugar levels in mm-hmm. type 2 diabetes mm. and um, previous studies actually have shown that it helps people lose weight mm. so you know how, how is that possible is a sugar that helps people lose weight
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah
1: so um and I You know, obviously, a lot of people use, like, artificial sweeteners in their attempt to lose weight, Mm -hmm. right? But just by removing the sugar from the the diet. Mm -hmm. Um, However, allulose has been shown to actually have an effect on the pancreas Mm. and an an effect on appetite control to where it actually really does induce uh, lowered blood sugar after meals. Mm. And it actually does... Uh, induce uh, the secretion of something called uh, Glp one, which is uh, it's called glucagon like peptide one, which is a appetite it's it's the thing that's released in your body as you eat and get full mm-hmm. but this allulose helps to release more of that so your appetite is suppressed so you really don't eat more than what you really need to hmm. so there's been some really interesting research around that that people who have added. Um, up to eight and a half grams per day of allulose to their diet, which is the equivalent of about two teaspoons of it mm-hmm. um, it is basically have these beneficial effects so it's it's an interesting um, sweetener to talk about, so I wanted to just kind of get into it a little bit and talk about what it is so
0: it's like other um sweeteners that have been out recently that's actually exist in nature naturally, just not in the quantity. Uh, Is that a fair statement there?
1: Yeah, so allulose does exist naturally in some foods. We typically find it in raisins and figs. It's also in wheat and a few other fruits. So so our body knows what it is, um, mm-hmm. but it's, like I said, it, or like you said, it's in typically in very small quantities in those foods. Mm-hmm. So we don't get it in, you know, high enough amount to where we would necessarily see this kind of an effect where, where you're actually supplementing with it. Mm-hmm. Um, the, so, you know, and obviously you wouldn't want to eat like, you know, enough raisins to give you eight and a half grams of allulose because that'd be (laughs) defeating the purpose you would be have to eat so many raisins that you'd be exceeding calorie intake so (laughs) Um, but what's really interesting about this you know because my question is always well if it's in such small, small quantities in food Um, how do we derive it then to get it to be commercially available? Mm -hmm. Um, Because you can buy it like in a package, just like you could buy sugar in a package. Um, It's, you know, it has an appearance of sugar and it has a probably of all of the other types of sweeteners that are on the market. It has a similar taste (sighs) as well. It's about 70% as sweet as uh, regular sugar okay so it makes a good substitute um, and you can you can bake with it you know you, you could sprinkle it on things it's um, it's certainly uh, available now what's really interesting about it is that it doesn't absorb well I'm sorry it does absorb into the body mm-hmm. and then in the body that's what's what's really interesting is it has these sort of beneficial effects to it. it helps it helps the, the pancreas um, become more able to control insulin release. It um, helps the body to store more of the glucose as glycogen. Um, it, it's got some really interesting uh, benefits that have been studied with it. So, and like I said, only 70% of it is absorbed into the body the other 30 percent is not so it'll just be eliminated through the bowel movement but then that 70 percent stored in the body actually then ultimately gets excreted through the urine and the bowel movements Mm -hmm. so none of it actually you know is caloric so like it doesn't provide calories the way that regular sugar does Mm -hmm. so so that's why it's it's kind of becoming uh one article i read is calling it the holy grail of sweeteners now mm. because because of these benefits you know that most other sweeteners do not have a benefit like that the only thing about sweeteners that is, is usually just that they don't provide any calories and they mm-hmm. but they have a sweet taste mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. but this actually has some kind of therapeutic effect on the body so so, how do we get it in these large quantities for um, mass production? Mm-hmm. So what we do is we we take corn and I'll talk about that in a second, but this is how most sweeteners are made. We start with starch mm-hmm. basically, and we um, work in outside of the body, like in petri dishes or you know beakers or whatever but um, we basically mimic the process that happens in the body when people eat foods that have starch. Hmm. So in basically, starch is a molecule that is made up of thousands of little glucose molecules that are bonded together through chemical bonds. And in our body, when we eat starches, we we digest them, meaning we break them down. We have these enzymes that work like little scissors, and they break the bonds that are holding those little glucoses together. Mm-hmm. So the end result of starch digestion is that you end up with just a bunch of single glucose molecules, mm-hmm. and those are what get absorbed into your into your bloodstream, and that's mm-hmm. why we call glucose blood sugar. Mm-hmm. So the glucose then becomes a fuel to the cells, Mm -hmm. right? Um, We can either use it right away to uh, provide energy to the cells, and then when we have excess, we store it as something called glycogen, which can store in our muscles and liver cells and then can be pulled out later when we need more glucose for energy. Hmm. So, for example, like when you're sleeping, you know, mm-hmm. you're not eating food for a long period of time. You still need energy. So your body pulls that glycogen out and, and breaks it down into glucose again, and you use it for energy. Mm-hmm. So basically what's happening is you break starch down, you get glucose. Some glucose in your body is actually converted into fructose. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the fructose we have discovered in the, in the laboratory with using different enzymes can then be converted into allulose. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm. So
1: this is just all of an enzymatic reaction that is happening. Most of that same enzymatic chemistry is the same as what's happening in our body. We're Mm -hmm. using the same enzymes just outside of the body. The conversion of fructose to allulose is something that uh, was was like an added step that was discovered. So mm-hmm. they do use some enzymes for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how you get it. Now, I'm, from what I was reading, and this is true of most sweeteners like erythritol and xylitol, and, is that they, they start with the starch from corn. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, because there's plenty of corn, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so corn has become the sort of like the ubiquitous ingredient in everything pretty much. Um, so you have to be careful. if you're if you're wanting to buy some allulose, you would want to look for non-GMO allulose mm-hmm. because you don't want the genetically modified corn, which many allulose is probably made from that. Mm-hmm. So you want to go and look for allulose that it says non-gMO on the label.
0: So there is a non-gMO option. there is a
1: non-GMO, and so they use non-GMO corn. Mm -hmm. as the starting material for the starch Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah so so while it yes it is sort of a mimicked you know sort of manipulated procedure to get the allulose in this larger quantity um it apparently that's what has been used in studies to have these beneficial effects Mm -hmm. so i you know i think there's but by the way there were two studies one was done just specifically looking for weight loss in people. And then another study, which is the most recent one I read, which was just released a few uh, days ago, was uh, a, basically a pilot study on the efficacy of uh, a diet that contains this uh, D. It's called D. allulose. That's its sort of chemical name. If you buy it in the store, you're just going to see it as allulose. Mm-hmm. Um but um they call this a rare sugar because it is rare in nature like it, mm-hmm. like I said it only exists in certain foods and mm-hmm. in small quantities mm. but they're finding really good um results with it so mm. so i'm just you know i'm 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 not i guess i'm not advocating for or against i think i'm just neutral at this point with mm-hmm. it Um, It, it, because, you know, the why I'm neutral is because it does seem somewhat manipulated to get it into the form that we're using it in. Um, But at the same time, it's having benefit Mm -hmm. and people. And so, you know, and there's, there's continuing to be research on it because of these benefits. So the, the, the research has been done in small populations of people. So they need to do it in larger studies, you know, with larger Mm -hmm. numbers of people. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. But it was really interesting, this one with the diabetes, basically, they had people follow a diet was just the typical, what we call, you know, like low carb, um, diabetic diet. Mm -hmm. And then they had the people following the diabetic diet, plus adding the Eight and a half grams of allulose, which mm-hmm. is about two teaspoons, mm-hmm. to their diet, and those who had the allulose had much better blood sugar levels mm. afterward. After mm. you know, after their meals, so mm. I know it's kind of interesting.
0: That's a surprise, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Anything more before we go, Dee?
1: Well, if anyone is interested in trying it, we will have a link on the on the on the podcast here to to get some of this allulose, the non-GMO type.
0: Okay. Great, Dee. Well, thank you, Dee, for another informative week. Diet Science is the official podcast for Process-Free America. We're a nonprofit dedicated to eliminating childhood and adult obesity through nutrition education to both young and old. You can catch this podcast and lots of other great podcasts and articles at ProcessFreeAmerica.org.
1: This is Dee McCaffrey, and until next time, go forth and be healthy.